listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to The Frank Skinner Show. I'm Emily Dean, and I'm standing in for Frank today. He can't be with us. He's gone to spend some more time with his family. Um, that's not what it sounds a bit Tory MP. <laughs> that's not true at all. He's just taking uh, a well-earned break. The bad news is we miss him madly. The good news is there'll be no Bloodwind Pig being played this week, which is, <laughs> I'm sure, a relief to all of us. Um, today I have with me the Cockerel. Morning. Al- already we've had a row. I'll be discussing that in a minute. I don't consider um, it a row. Oh, I do, my friend. Stick around. A contretemps. We also if have Steve Hall in the house. Good morning. I'm, You're not I'm just friend of the show. Hall in the house. Okay, Hall my in the house. Do you think he's, he's friends with benefits of the show? Is it? Goodness me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick around after the show then, if that's, if that's the case. I'm going to yeah, t- well, sort of mediate see. between this row, though. I'm a sort of UN peacekeeping force. The row's been awful. Well, we'll get on to that, but I should just say you can text the show on 81215 or you can follow the show on Twitter. What's the Twitter handle, Alan? Um, I just did that because I was cross with you. <laughs> it's uh, at Frank on the radio. At Frank on the radio, or you two have got your own Twitter handles, haven't you? Oh yeah, mine's um, social media at divine underscore miss underscore m e m. Yeah, Easy. Steve. And, uh, it's uh, at Steve Hall comedy <laughs> to uh, wow. delineate myself from the Steve. <laughs> Because there was that Steve Hall who came seventh in Britain's Got Talent, and I thought, right. I, I need to stamp my He's territory. He's the guy you need to be away from. <laughs> yeah. in, you could just be... social media presence. You don't yeah. want to be at Steve. I think Steve Brookstein stole that one. Yeah, he yeah. snapped it I up early it. on. Also, for my bad news, I have at Steve Hall tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, so Alan and I had a little row. What was it about, Steve? I, I don't really know. <laughs> It was it, to do well, with it, the... well, it felt like there was, to be honest, it felt like it was about a lot more than what it was about. It felt oh, like yeah. there was several years of sexual tension just <laughs> rising to the surface. <laughs> with the and I thought it was going to end in just a long kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so, wish I could quit you. Sandy was smiling what? at the prospect. The, um... It's like that viral this week, me and Alan, except you go, no, you go first. <laughs> the row was in a certain sense about uh, about the heat in here. Indeed. But, but in no way about what you've just described. <laughs> it's I can't help it if I'm, I'm giving off these vibes. I'm a cold-blooded creature, that's it. I just, I don't like rooms boiling hot and Emily wants it, like, similar to the tropics in here. <laughs> I like what? my rooms like Lagos. Deal with it. What's Lagos? Is that a, it's a place? <laughs> yes, it's a place. <laughs> we, we basically, we have options, because there's, for the, for the benefit of the readers, there is a temperature gauge, but also a fan gauge. Uh-huh. And uh, our, our respective uh, people here don't don't agree on. So Emily doesn't like it too hot. Alan doesn't like it too blowy. Yes, exactly. Or you, or you, so I don't like it too hot. Emily loves it too hot. Um, I should also problem. mention it's yeah. our it's a bit of a celebration this morning. It's our fifth anniversary. You not yeah. going to play it? Celebrate. I will. I will play something actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best we can do. Nice. Thank, thanks, Frank. You had to improve your jingles. <laughs> um, no, it's very exciting. It's five five years. Five more years. Wow. About five more years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Speak uh, to the people. F- five years thus far. I thought. Um, I have to be honest. I'm a bit disappointed. I thought there was going to be like a proper celebration. I thought there'd be surprises. I really right. did. Some some media maybe. Here. I thought the head of Absolute Radio might be here, and there might yeah. be some brass. Some, some brass bands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually they're going to unveil. They've got your special gift. It's a plane. It's been really <laughs> difficult to get hold of. <laughs> to go to. Daisy. Um, thanks for that, Steve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Producer um, head in hands. Daisy. <laughs> also, she brought a cake in. It's a bit of old cake. I mean, it's nice. It's not old. I know, but they're not matching, are they? Shop bought. They're not matching, are they? It looks nice. 
It they're, they're can lovely. I tell you what the cakes remind me of? You know when you go to someone's house around Christmas time and they go, <laughs> oh, no, Emily's come round, let's go and wrap up an old sock. <laughs> That's what they feel a little bit like. But thanks, Daisy, anyway. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had a few tweets of shock at the fact that there are cakes uh, and you in the same room. Uh, <laughs> Jatty has simply te- uh, tweeted, Emily and cake. <laughs> And Luke Solon has tweeted, those look like carbs, what will Emily do? Mm-hmm. Yes. I like the way you went a bit sports commentator there. <laughs> it was good. It doesn't happen often, me and cakes. But then I don't mind. See, I have this theory that I'd rather, I don't want to waste calories on bad food. I don't mm-hmm. mind it. If I'm going to enjoy it properly, I want to enjoy it. Well, I'll eat a bit of it, and I'm mostly eating clean. Mm, okay, but, but then. You do, you do a fair bit of training, don't you? Because we saw that clip of you. Come on, Emily! <laughs> Doing your deadlift. I work out. <laughs> she works out. I keep in shape. I'll tell you what I've got to talk to you about, boys. I've had I've had a busy old week, actually. Firstly, I went to a very posh celebrity restaurant um, called the Chilton Firehouse. Oh, I'm sure you tweet about this. Hang this on, is from the... A celebrity... Celebrities in there or owned by a celebrity? celebrity Celebrities are in there. Oh, I Basically, see, right. I read that you can't get a table unless you're a celebrity. <laughs> right. Which seems it's, rather yeah. unfair. Did you go it's, with one to get one? Yeah, otherwise I wouldn't have got one. Did you know you were hosting yeah. the treat? <laughs> oh, hang on. Frank's awfully excited. Yeah, of course you can have a table. <laughs> well... It's because it's from the same team who did Via Chante. I beg your uh, pardon. <laughs> How dare you? Um, it's... Kate Moss was there. Um, Daisy actually gasped. <laughs> did she eat much? I don't know. Right. My guess is no. She had a glass of something. Um, Heston Blumenthal was there. Oh. That's quite a tough yeah, gig if you're the restaurateur, isn't he, it? Does yeah. he just deliberately send back loads of stuff, going, I'm yeah. sorry, this is undercooked, just to keep the competition on their toes? <laughs> well, it's also, it's a bit like doing karaoke when Adele's in the room. <laughs> I felt really sorry for the chef. Um, Professor Brian Cox was there. Wow. Mm. Brian nice. Ferry, all sorts. And me, of course. But in those posh restaurants, I never like to say, where's the loo? Because it makes me look like I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Is this like asking how much a Porsche is? Yeah. You should, <laughs> you should be able to afford it. <laughs> so I said to the waiter, I, I, I want to go to the loo, but I don't want you to point where the loo is. <laughs> Honestly said this. He went, sorry? I said, I don't want you to be seen to be to be pointing in a direction so it looks like I don't know so can you just show me so it looks like we're doing something sort of important on our way to something did he draw it on a napkin too <laughs> like just stoop down next to you and they should yeah. have like a little pack of playing cards with maps <laughs> yeah. of the uh, locale so that he can distribute yeah. the, here it you could are, be man. on their website like next to the menu you can yeah. down- download directions to the toilet do you know what he did he did it he agreed he said okay madam he got up and we walked purposefully towards the loo, just so at least I felt it looked like we might be en route to doing some business or something. Wow. Yeah. That sounds good. It was good. Um, oh, you know what I've forgotten to do this morning, boys, is congratulate the McFly. Is it Tommy McFly, I think? Oh, yeah. Who's had a baby? Little baby Buzz. Yes. That's original. Think of your own names. Don't copy others. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is the Frank Skinner Show, and I'm Emily Dean standing in for Frank. And we send big hugs to him. I do miss him when he's not here. We've but had, um, we've had, we've heard from no the reflection outside on world. <laughs> yes, um, I think it might be about our uh, very public spat about the heating in here. 
566 has texted Cockrell and Dean when two worlds collide. <laughs> social polar opposites. I'm not sure we're exactly social polar opposites. We've got some common ground, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. I'm not using the phrase Venn diagram because yeah. somebody emailed complaining yes. that I say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't just pick words yeah. that people say and so, say. Well, someone has tweet- tweeted me this week, actually, Al, and did say, is, is Alan going to be talking about Venn diagrams <laughs> again? True. Yes. Oh, well, well I'm yeah. glad to have. Uh, Lance the boil early yeah. in the show. You can switch off now if you want. You've, you've made good on the promise. Yeah. <laughs> we have re- sort of reached a sort of detente in the air conditioning war. We can ste- we can retreat from aircon one. Oh, uh, very good. After yeah. the, the cold war is over, I'm delighted. Yes, but I said what I've done. I won't um, repeat the analogy I used, but um, I've given him too much slack here. So what I've done is I said, "Oh, turn it. How how high is it now, Steve? It's currently We're at three uh, three bars out of four on the fan. Oh, we've never gone three bars. Frank will be turning in his duvet. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But. <laughs> I'm not talking about the heating anymore. I've made a rule. Um, oh. I, uh, oh, but he will be talking about Venn diagrams. We've we've had another text. I took my mum to the Walsley once. That's uh, oh, the Walsley, uh, lovely. I love it there. See, we aren't two worlds <laughs> colliding. <laughs> I knew we overlapped on the Walsley at least. Walsley and could only get a whatever. <laughs> I could only get a table near the corner. Uh, back right, oh, I'm sure Emily no. knows. I faced the corner so that my mum could have a view of the room. I was a bit annoyed until Kate Moss sat on the table behind my mum. <laughs> <laughs> she was like a prancing pony and my chat that day was rubbish. That's nice, isn't it? Mm. I was once sat next to Jimmy Nail uh, in the Walsley. <laughs> I'm so glad you said Nail. Um... That, how what an exciting story! <laughs> uh, how was he? Uh, he was excellent. Yes, uh, he, he was. I mean, I wasn't with him. No, no. But uh, he seems like he's, people were laughing. They're enjoying his company. Good oh. crocodile shoes. He was <laughs> did he have his crocodile well. shoes? He, on? He, he did. did he? Brilliant. There's something very exciting about a celebrity in a restaurant. I don't know yeah. why. Because you feel you're sharing my space. We're breaking bread together, even though you're not actually sitting with them. <laughs> um, anyway, so you can text us in on eight twelve. 15 this morning. Have you seen a celebrity in a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Heston Blumenthal, because it kind of doesn't count then. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We were talking. What were we talking about? I can't remember. Well, I'll tell you what you've done. I go um, on. We got distracted. Oh, yeah. And uh, you've inadvertently started a texting. <laughs> yeah, she's a deluge. I didn't mean to. Have you ever seen anyone famous in a restaurant? Oh, and, it's quite uh, broad, to be fair, isn't it? But they love a broad texting. Um, How dare you? They do. Uh, hi, chaps. I sat next to Sean Connery and his missus <gasps> in Langham, Langans. Oh, that's such a... Oh, when was it? 1973? <laughs> and I mentioned to him that I've never seen a James Bond film. As you can imagine, he was my impressed all the best um yeah there's, uh, Do- there's donna, there, donna saw george best in a restaurant in ireland about 25 years ago was too nervous to ask for his autograph or picture oh so you read shame. what you saw there if i you don't know I don't, to be fair i don't know if he would have remembered we've also had our first uh, sniffy email of the day text, have we rather sorry to be sniffy but please oh. tell miss pedantic i think that might be you <laughs> Uh, sorry to be sniffy, but please tell Miss Pedantic that as far as I'm aware, there is no N in restaurateur. Oh, dear. Mm. I think that might be one of those people that's correcting you whilst being wrong. You know, yeah, in yeah, fairness, yeah. I, did correct, I did correct you on the pronunciation of the Walsley. So yes. I, I deserve that. <laughs> I take my 50 lashes. 792. And I rather enjoyed it. <laughs> 792 is texted to say that they once saw Bill Murray in a Sorry, Italian you just said texted. It's texted. <laughs> sorry. sorry, I, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm going to leave now. Sorry to be pedantic. They said they saw Bill Murray in an Italian restaurant. He strolled over, took a bite of his pizza, smiled and said, no one will ever believe you, and left. 
Apparently that's a thing he does. That is a thing. Is that I, right? yeah, that is a Bill Murray I've thing. I've read quite a lot yeah, of Bill yeah. Murray rumours. <laughs> what do you mean? So what does he do? He just Well, he'll just eat someone's food and say they'll never believe you. And uh, there's some story that he went up behind someone and grabbed, the, you know, covered their eyes and said, guess who? Yeah. And they were going, yeah. is it Dave? Like people they actually knew that would do yeah. that. He's a, then they yeah. turned around and they went, Bill Murray? And he went, no one will ever believe yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> he, appara- he apparently does it when he plays golf in St Andrews. Uh, he'll, he'll occasionally find like a late night student party for the university students and we'll go to the party and just do the washing up <laughs> oh i love i love him can we get him on the show <laughs> oh that would be good wouldn't it no one would ever believe us <laughs> um i need to talk to you about primark so and you would find yeah. common ground yeah. eventually words we never thought we'd hear on absolute radio emily dean wants to talk about primark i'd like to I mean, keep I'd it real T to the k to the maxx but <laughs> whatever <laughs> Oh, I found I found you attractive briefly there. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. You seemed a bit street. Why, thank you. Um, it's also because you're getting famous because you're doing this show. Um, thank you. We I went to Primark, <laughs> and I quite like Primark, but there's a, there's a big one. What I know. has happened to you? No, this is what happens in the fashion industry, so we mix it up. Chanel uh. bag, Primark shirt. Not today. Um, <laughs> you mix and match your media. Do you see what I mean? Because it shows yeah. some skill. Yeah. Any, any fool can just go yeah. out and buy a load of clothes from an expensive shop. True that. That sounds like a euphemism for, like, mutton dressed as lamb or something like that. Chanel bag, Primark shirt, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Can you not mention the phrase mutton dressed as lamb in this studio? <laughs> um, I'd prefer if you didn't. <laughs> so, I went to Primark, mm-hmm. and I was on floor one, and I was feeling a bit mischievous. I don't know why. And I'd already had this encounter with the waiter during the week. So I was already in talking to talking to my people mode you know so i saw a manager there was a manager there was about six staff and like he was instructing them they looked a bit scared of him and he said right okay can i just gather you around here what we're going to be doing tonight is we're going to be bending the rules a bit we're going to be piling these t-shirts um in bulk i know we don't normally do that but let's break the rules so as i ascended the escalator i don't know what possessed me i said i'm telling i'm reporting you (laughs) You had banter. You yeah, had I had banter. banter. Well, I thought it was funny. One of them oh. gasped. They're obviously terrified of him. <laughs> he, went, <gasps> he went, what was that? And I ran up the stairs because I, <laughs> I suddenly lost my bottle. You know what? So, I bet they thought you were a mystery shopper. One of those ones that's there to see yes. that everything's right. That you're on the payroll. Oh it's easy God. to spot the mystery shoppers if you've got a cloak, <laughs> some kind of mask on. <laughs> and a Chanel bag in Primark. Yeah. Although then, well, I need to talk to you about this. Then there was an incident with a security guard um, over by the Spanx. (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Still can't get over that baby copying the name. Just think of your own names, don't copy other people's. True Um, that. Um, <laughs> you were in uh, you were in the Primark. Oh yeah, I was in the Primark. They were teaching the staff how to behave. Surely that yeah. just involves saying, you know, all the clothes that people chuck on the floor, just leave them there. That's <laughs> that's how we run this business. Is that, is that not what they do? I I actually love it in there. They mm. keep it very immaculate now. Do they? Have they yeah, ever, it's almost like as immaculate as my concrete patch. There's not there's nothing on it. Um, I <clears> um I went upstairs to floor three. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, there's no easy way to say this, I was in the Spanx area. Right. And they've got a large Spanx area. Have you seen that, Dave? I didn't mean that rudely. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's just most women are familiar with it. It's great, the Spanx area. They've got everything. Some of the Spanx, I mean, it basically goes from your ankles up to your neck. You can, yeah. It's like a morph suit that you essentially wear under would, evening wear. The, would the readers be familiar with Spanx? I don't know. Oh, yes, yeah, shall we explain? So Spanx is some um, shapewear you might know. So it's special underwear that it's you like wear. really tight leggings, isn't it? You know when you're with a lady and she comes back to yours and you think, what the hell have you got on under your clothes? No, Why are no you wearing I don't know that. some yeah. awful lycra morph suit? That is Spanx. And then they remove it and all flesh breaks loose. Is that, is well, that, it depends who you're with. Um, but yeah, so Isn't what it does, what do, it though? controls you and it keeps you in and it firms you. So it gives you what I call a nice silhouette in clothes. Right, okay. And most women wear it now. Do they? Yes, I would say so. I love it. I love Spanx. I've cha- Spanx has changed my life. Um, <laughs> would it work on me? Yeah, it would Could actually. You don't need go. it. You're a little Mick Jagger, snaky hip. Gangly at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need it. That Spanx don't do for the gangly guys. That's not. It's not their thing. I'm not sure actually. No. Let me make some inquiries. Okay. Um. So I, I was looking at the um, seamless shapewear. So yeah. these are. This is underwear that that doesn't have any seams, so you can wear it under whites and yeah, things like yeah. that. So. It's quite flimsy, but mm. I'm looking at security guard. He was a security guard. He was not a shop assistant. Okay. He said, can I help you with those? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I beg your pardon? He said, I just wondered if you need any help with those sizings. <laughs> well, Sizing? You, you, you've made this sound like the sexiest encounter <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I said, it, well, I'll tell you when it got less sexy. I said, I know which pants I want. <laughs> Yeah. Because I do. Did he beat a hasty retreat? I didn't need him helping me. He didn't. He still lingered. Oh, dear. He hung around. <clears throat> Maybe and I he s- thought you were a ne'er-do-well that was about to steal the Spanx. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I s- he's looked at you and he's thought, no way, this, this hot honey needs Spanx. <laughs> She's got to be up to no good. She would yeah. never need any shapewear. She's going to pop some of this stuff in her Chanel bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shoplifter's bag for sure. <laughs> Yeah. They'll, say, they'll say, hang on, that's Emily Dean. Uh, a month ago, she was talking about which private jets she's <laughs> She's fallen on hard times. Um, no, it was very strange. She was lingering. And he was laughing, and I just, I felt uncomfortable. I said, oh, I don't know if you should be here. Mm. I did actually say that to him. And you know what he said, which was such a strange response. He went, okay, have it your way. <laughs> have it your way? No air of menace in that conversation. <laughs> Why is it having it my way to expect not to be harassed by a security guard when I'm a, choosing my smalls? This could be a new film, adult film situations that never develop into an adult situation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Prince Charles, near enough a friend of the show, isn't he? We, we discuss oh, him absolutely. on occasion. Uh, he's a friend of Frank's. I think he's uh, inadvertently delivered one of the finest zings of the modern world. <laughs> um, John Collins tried to get him into a selfie to mimic the Oscars one. Oh, no. And, uh, I don't know if this is a direct quote, but the Daily Mail headline has one politely declines. <laughs> and I really, really, really hope he said that, because... I'm now using that as my catchphrase. That's yeah, my thing. It's a good catchphrase. Today, when we're when we go for brunch and they say sparkling water, I'll just go one politely declined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it all the time on anything that I don't want. I just want people to offer me stuff yeah. so that I can say one politely declined. It's, it's and perfect. I like that you put the Cochrane spelling it because much like corrections, rather than saying yes. politely, you've made it politely. <laughs> yeah. 
One what he's done is declines. as a result of my plight, I must decline. Listen, what's your problem, you two? What's your problem? <laughs> we didn't all grow up in NW uh, lap of luxury. He's right? spoiling oh. <laughs> for a fight this morning. <laughs> what I like about the way I'll do some more analysis of the way you say it is that you give it some hovis down to earthness. What politely? Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. So, no, it's, uh, you're doing it so right. I'm being ganged up on, I think. So, yes, so <laughs> yeah. he did this, so he didn't want to do, he didn't want to do the selfie. And I really identify with that. Mm. I, if there's an opportunity to not join in, I really identify <laughs> with it. You seize you it are, with both hands. That's why they, they call a... you Switzerland for that exact reason. <laughs> <laughs> And if there's an opportunity to not join in with the thing that Joan Collins is suggesting, <laughs> yeah. I think that would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, she we shouldn't say... even be into selfies. She should barely no. know what that means. Like, when people mention selfies, she should be all confused and old. Yeah. Going, she what? should be. That's basically your version of the Groucho Marx quote. I, I refuse yes. to be a member of any club of which Joan Collins is a member. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, to be fair, so she was doing it um, in a nod. Was it sort of homage to Ellen, who'd done this selfie at the Oscars? The selfie yeah, that yeah. broke Twitter, they call it, yeah. aren't they? I'm not sure if Joan Collins has broke Twitter. No. I think the capacity was fine on Twitter. I think um, Ellen had three... 2 million retweets and Joan had 341 <laughs> last counting <laughs> yeah because well, so, wasn't it the, the whole thing with the Ellen one was that it was a very clever marketing ploy for the whichever phone took the, let's not mention it let's not give them uh, that well, yeah but good that boy was the, so mm -hmm. I don't know if Joan Collins has been approached by a, a, a manufacturer or whether it's just her sort but, of looking for some sponsorship I must admit even though she knows the word selfie which I don't think she should at her age frankly <laughs> she did she, the, it shows on the picture her taking it and it's obvious that she's using the central button on her iPhone <laughs> and I was thinking come on you can use the volume buttons on the top to take pictures you should know that <laughs> if you're going to do selfies no, at least know how to She's. I found Top it quite interesting. Any iPhone users. I know, but she's not. She's gathered some people together, and I think she thinks these people are all the rage. Yeah, that's why <laughs> she's got them. Yeah, it's quite well, a dream it's team. Of it's a dream team. Well, we should say who's in it in case seventeen. It's so we had Pixie Lot instead mm -hmm. of Brad Pitt. We had um, <laughs> Sam Bailey from X Factor instead of Jennifer Lawrence, mm -hmm. and um, so Ben Kingsley, who doesn't seem to have grasped the concept of a selfie, which is you smile and you look. Happy. <laughs> he looked like a bank manager turning someone yeah. down for a loan. I was quite excited. He just photobombed it. He's not even yeah, meant yeah. to be in there. He's <laughs> walking past. He was next to Dominic West as well. So you've got Gandhi and McNulty in the, <laughs> in the same shot. Do you know what we're going to do this morning? What? We are going to do our own selfie <laughs> of this breakfast show, oh and I'm going to see if we can beat Joan Collins' 341 tweets. If that's the case, we're, we might have to heating down. Yeah. I'm going to be drenched okay. in yeah. by we're the time this goes We're going to put the smack viral. down on Joan Collins. Finally, this beef has been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Emily Dean. You're listening to the Frank Skinner Show, though. Confusing much. Um, Frank's, not, <laughs> Frank's not here. I like the syntax of <laughs> Did you like that? I'm a bit Yoda. <laughs> you can text the show on 812.15 or you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Talking of the Twitters, mm -hmm. uh, we've done something. Well, what, we've laid down a bit of a gauntlet, a bit of John of Gauntlet. We decided <laughs> Joan had, um, Joan Collins had done a selfie, hadn't she? Yeah. To match Ellen. Ellen got 3.2 million retweets mm -hmm. of her Oscar selfie. Joan got 341 Didn't with Pixie Law and Ben Kingsley. Yeah. And Jules Holland. I just don't think it was the best photo of him. Um, I don't think he looked very savoury in it. But I'm sure he's a lovely chap, I think. 
uh, we've just done our own selfie, haven't we? Yeah, and we, we have. haven't even got Frank here. Yeah, yes. although he was here in picture form, wasn't he? <laughs> we had a pic. We held a picture of him yeah. up. We've mm. just tweeted it. So um, please feel free yeah. to retweet it from at Frank so on the radio. This, and let's try and yeah. be Joan this morning. This could be hubris of the most <laughs> horrendous <laughs> guy. We could be Icarus about to plunge into the sea as nice. Joan Collins oh. trounces us. I think we're going to get about five <laughs> retweets. Five million. Five I retweets. Five million. I reckon it could break Twitter again, just like the Oscars yeah. one. I think we'll get, maybe Frank's mother-in-law, Sandy Mason, <laughs> might do it, and possibly Britain's, Britain's Fattest Man. Those <laughs> are the only people that Ar- will retweet Armin it. Armin Mivers, can he be counted on? Does he, <laughs> has he got internet access? I think so. Yeah. He's, got, really he's, so. Got, he's got other fish to fry. Um... <laughs> So we were talking about Prince Charles on Absolute Radio this morning. Brilliant. Because he obviously turned the selfie down. And good for him. What I did he say out when he turned it down? One politely declined. <laughs> <laughs> politely. I'm going to start saying that to men. <laughs> I'm afraid one politely declines. I've heard graciously decline. That's what American PRs use a lot. Oh, really? Ah. I think once I'd asked to do an interview with Jennifer Aniston, I went, um, Jennifer graciously declines your request. Wow. There you go. I bet she didn't. I bet she just said no. <laughs> get that woman away from me so, so the, uh, the prince has been in the uh, papers for other reasons ironically for not being pc prince charles mm. non-pc <laughs> what <laughs> happened he was at, was this at the same event the <laughs> selfie gate happened i don't know I'm not i think certain, it was but he uh, he he said to a scottish comedian des clark that um he doesn't understand scottish people especially when they've had a drink <laughs> <laughs> which is a, it's a that's a big thing to say, given that he was in Scotland, I think, but when I he think, said it. Yes. I think he was then also joking, because he said to him, I'll make sure I speak to you before 5pm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it, and it's who can I ask, who is this Des Clark? Because he sounds like a character from Coronation Street. No, well, it's a Scottish he's a, comic. He's a, he, yeah, oh, he's is he? Is he quite... He's a very good oh, stand-up comedian. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And he, I think he'd done some stuff on kids' telly at some point, or something like that. Or like, I think he was on SMT. Yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah, yeah. For a wee while. So but, why um, did Charles say that? He's gone a bit, he's well, gone a bit think, his father. Yeah, well, I just imagine that there, there are mm. certain words that Scotsman would use to him that he wouldn't know. So he, he'd be there going, what is a posh raj? <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think it's... Uh, Sorry, what is a posh raj? <laughs> we, can't, we can't talk about that, can we, right, no. right now? No, I don't Surely. Um, it's just a nice term. It's a okay. term of endearment for, yeah. the, for the royalty. Oh. <laughs> um, I think also... What I thought was slightly hypocritical is that I think posh people are infinitely worse when they're drunk than Scottish people, accents-wise. Yes. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Are you going to well, do an impression yeah. of a really posh drunk person? Maybe. Go on then, do it. That'd be good <laughs> to see. I'd like to... Go on, do your little No, voice. I'd like to do take you... you by surprise. You... Oh, OK. Well, the zenith would be a very posh, very drunk Scottish person. Uh-huh. Mm. And you do get... There are many posh Scots. Yeah, but you can't tell, though, can you? <laughs> you can't tell. Like when when they're really posh, they're like, "Yes, yes, I'm from Scotland." Yes, I know those ones. Yeah, I've got one. I've got a friend who goes, "I went to Fetis College." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm. That's, That's my Scottish one. impression for the day. <laughs> and then you might hear my posh one later. I don't like to do it on command. I'm not some sort of performing monkey. <laughs> oh yes, I am. Go on. Sorry, I've forgotten about that. Shall I do it? Go on. Mm. Okay. No, I, I might do it. Uh, in the next link but in the meantime can we check on the Twitter and see how those retweets of that selfie <laughs> have we had any yet I don't if we get less <laughs> oh, we, we haven't have got had... one. Oh no I tell a lie possibly they're coming through let's, if, let's we get, if we get less than three I'm ending it all it's like a blue Peter totaliser <laughs> <laughs> Frank Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio 
Absolute Radio. Guess what? You know we're um, we're retweeting our very own selfie in the style of Ellen, more in the style of Joan Collins, <laughs> to be honest. And uh, we had Sandy War. We had all of the team. We had a photo, a rather tragic coloured photocopy of Frank. Mm-hmm. And um, we've already... How many retweets have we got, boys? We I'm counting... 110, I think. This is next 116. 116. 116. So we've only got... How many more? We're almost halfway there till we beat Joan. Come on, we yeah. can do this. Alan, if ever there was a time for you to get a Twitter account... I'm going yeah. to make a prediction that by the end of the show, we're somewhere in between Joan Collins <laughs> and Ellen. OK. <laughs> that would be guess. good. That would be good. What do you think of that for a prediction? <laughs> well, Check I don't out know, Nostradamus can, over here. <laughs> can I also give a shout-out to those people who are favouriting us? Don't favourite us. That's a complete waste of time. I hate favourites. Yeah. Does me no fa- I hate favourites in general, by the way. To be honest. If you want to say you like something of mine, tell the world. Don't tell me. Yeah. That'd be a good name for a Heaven horse. If you, you, you could say a very specific <laughs> thing on Twitter. It's yeah. a complete waste of time. Yeah. yeah. If you could call a horse retweet, and then it became the favourite. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> That would be excellent. Yeah, so carry on retweeting. Mm-hmm. Um, the selfie, I don't get it. I don't get oh, There's so much about this, I'm not into just, it. Just eat your old cake and be quiet. I've been photographed this week, though. Not Have in a you? selfie capacity, in a uh, future publicity shots capacity. Cause, oh, lovely. You know, one needs, one you... needs a picture. We... Oh, <laughs> as, uh, all right, Charlie. As, as <laughs> Prince Charles would say. Were you in a, one of those big uh, wicker chairs, uh, Emmanuel style? No, I was quite often in street this time because my mate Craig who's a photographer who I mean he does photos for a living Mm. but um, I happen to know him Mm. and he's done various of mine in the past and so I said oh I'd like another photo and he said I haven't got my studio anymore we'll do some outdoor ones lovely so we did um and he likes this muse there's a muse that he likes the lights in um, oh yes near Where's Lancaster this? Gate near Lancaster Gate so we're doing the photos in the muse and uh, it gave me you know they've got loads of stuff haven't they photographers oh, the they, equipment they bring the gobbins they bring all that stuff and uh, you know that big thing that they open up out of yes. a pouch and there's a big silver Sort of the reflector, looks, yeah. Uh, the reflector looks mm-hmm. like a pop-up tent, but it's mm-hmm. actually just <laughs> so looks he, like you're going glamping. So he asked me to hold that, so I'm holding it right, and he's going, "Oh, that's good. The light's bouncing onto your face now." He's taking the pictures, and then a Chinese woman came <laughs> past, right, and started looking at the reflector as if I've got a tray of cakes or something. <laughs> and she walked up and just leaned her head as if to go, "Hello, what are you offering?" <laughs> Looked at me, not disappointed, not not pleased, just just intrigued, and just stayed there, stayed Fantastic. over Craig's shoulder. Just Did she? Craig turns around a few times. He went, "Hello," never spoke to him. <laughs> Just stayed, thinking eventually there's going to be some cakes or something, some sausage rolls. She could rolls. be, if this was like a Philip Pullman novel, she could be your familiar. <laughs> she was just looking like, oh, this guy. And I had a suit on, I had a nice suit on. I she, bet you did. She was, she was looking as if, this guy in the suit, he's lost his volivants <laughs> off the train. What's going on here? So does that mean when they get the results of the photo shoot, where they go, well, why does Alan look confused and slightly annoyed in all these photos? Possibly rather, petrified. Rather yeah. angry. <laughs> One of those moments where I wanted to say to Craig, she is there, isn't she? Yeah. There, is a, there is a Chinese woman there. Can I ask you, how flattering are they on a scale? Are they? I haven't seen them In yet. the event of something terrible happening to you, would you let 
that your family release them to the Daily Mail. Well, I That's don't my know. test. I'll tell you what is a bit of a worry that yeah. we then moved and we did some in Carnaby Street, which also worked. Um, he was pleased with them, and then we came to Absolute, and I changed out of my suit and into oh. some casual wear, and we went to an alley round the corner, which I don't know of- if I want to finish this story. <laughs> well, I, let me, I don't let want me to finish. finish. It smelled of urine, oh. and Craig was going, "This is much better. This is really good." <laughs> and it turns out I'm the guy who is photographed really well in in alleys that wow. smell of urine. And did not, the Chinese woman great. follow you? Yeah, she was around. <laughs> She's here now. She's in the lobby waiting for me. Don't you love his story? Looking forward to the cakes. I love his story about how I didn't know who she was. He's just tried to think of an excuse for his wife about why he was in an alley with that woman. <laughs> Disgusting. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. You know, I think it's time to go, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not <rather> unpleasant. <laughs> Email We have had an email uh, from Mike in, Ed- in Edinburgh. Yes. Says, uh, Frank, Emily and Alan, good morning to you all. Uh, good morning. Uh, on last week's show... I didn't know at the time of sending that it was going to be you, Steve. Don't I, turn that It, it doesn't affect me. I know my place. We've discussed this many times. I'm oh, just, really? I'm That's just interesting. grateful for the work. I don't know my place, actually. <laughs> something to do on a Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it gets me out of bed. Not a lot of gigs on a Saturday morning <laughs> yeah, for yeah. comics. He said, uh, Mike says, uh, on last week's show, Emily cracked an excellent joke oh. that went completely unacknowledged by Frank and Alan. Yes. When Frank was describing trying to find and locate the moon for Buzz... He Can I just say the first Buzz and the best and the original? The original Buzz. Yeah. Uh, not, well, Buzz all, the second Buzz after <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Uh, the best Buzz, in yeah. my opinion. But it's uh, difficult to say that someone's stolen the name if there was one before. No, not in recent times. And, of course, Buzz Aldrin wasn't really called Buzz. About, name yeah, not in recent yeah. times, though. Yeah. The Premier League era Buzz. Anyway, uh, so we'll uh, continue. He concluded by saying, uh, Frank concluded by saying, I saw the crescent, to which Emily replied that she too saw the crescent, but you saw the whole of the moon. Yeah, Waterboy's reference, lovely stuff. Frank and Alan may be the professional comics, but they should pay more attention to Emily's bon mots. Sorry, can you just read that bit again? <laughs> bon mots. They should pay more attention to Emily's bon mots. Okay, Emily's I've got, just, I've Emily's got, got some lovely bon mots. I've just got yeah. that for my text I've, alert now. I've been now. paying really close attention to Emily's bon mots all day today, so <laughs> I think that's fine, isn't it? That's fine. I've turned the fan down now. Yeah. To be and honest, this having, chat, They've like, missed that one well, as well. They miss everything. Because he's buttered Emily up with that, and I think now he's moving into his real... Can I just offer my rebuttal before um, before we move on? Because I, I don't think that I... Um... You like big rebuts, and you cannot lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, See, look how much love he got for that joke. I if I'd have said that, he would have ignored it. I didn't not laugh at this <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. on purpose. Yes. I don't want you thinking that I'm one of those guys that's like, cool, yeah, the wound isn't... <laughs> I just didn't get it. I'm, I'm, my musical knowledge is too low you're t- to well, get... Maybe you're too young. Nah. Really? It's just, you know, I don't data retain. I don't always have lyrics in <laughs> oh. my head. I don't right. data retain either. Right. Although it's um, odd that you would have quoted, referred to that song, because supposedly that song is meant to be about Prince, who I believe you don't like. I don't just uh, not like him, I despise yeah. him. <laughs> the rumours are it's either about Prince or C.S. Lewis. Is that Which right? is a, a fairly C.S. unusual... Lewis, yeah. Uh, yeah, isn't well, it what God could it be about Prince? How did he see the whole of the moon? What, in those purple v- velour leggings? I don't think he saw much at all. And that cloak... <laughs> Anyway, we're getting slightly away from the, the are, real yeah, thrust of Mike's email, which is <laughs> he's, he's butted you up uh, with your bon mots. And uh, I liked it. And then he said, that aside, 
I need suit help. Next Tuesday, oh. I have to go for an interview, which will require the purchase of a suit. Not a common occurrence in my past, I'm ashamed to say. However, as Frank is the original man in a suit, and Emily lives and breathes fashion, would you be kind enough to give me advice as to what type of suit you would recommend, colour, style, plain or striped, etc.? If you address this issue today, I will have this afternoon and Sunday to make my purchase. Uh-huh. Obviously, I have a lot of opinions on this, but I want to mix it up a bit. I think it would be... Much more interesting to get both of your opinions on what suit he should go for. <laughs> well, Alan like Cochran? To, I'd like to know where he is in the country, because if he's in London, I can recommend a very good suit shop. See if there's branches, Mr. Byright. Um, but, <laughs> but more importantly than what type of suit he buys, mm. can I beseech the gentleman in question? Can I <laughs> beg of you, get it to fit right? Because it really yeah. annoys me that you know, You're 99.9% right. of men in Britain buy a suit that's ill-fitting. I was told recently that when you have your suit on and the button done up, you want to be able to fit two of your fingers down the armpit bit. I don't want to fit any of my fingers down there. <laughs> not Thank three. You. Not three. Two. That's a, is that wow. right? that's a reasonably tight-fitting suit, um, which is why when David Beckham's on the pictures in the Daily Mail, there's loads of comments saying, this suit's too small, this suit's too small, this suit's too small. It's not. It fits. <laughs> and yours doesn't. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> clothing rant this morning. Oh, no, I would agree with you, Alan. I would agree with you. It should and be snug. There should be about an inch of your sleeve showing um, your shirt yes, sleeve that's absolutely from correct. the bottom of yeah. your cuff. So there, there's. And no. don't wear a caramac slip-on with the suit. I personally a would ca- say go a three button. Caramac. Three button I call two buttons that particular up, shade of shoe <laughs> that oh, men favour. Oh, caramac. I see, right. I briefly thought that you'd got very... <laughs> had a real fashion faux pas and just turned up in some caramacs. No, I would never do that. Um, we're going to have to play some music, I'm afraid, but, Steve, the nation is itching to know what you would advise sartorially, <laughs> so we'll be back with that in a minute. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've got a text from 546 that says, uh, loved the cockerel's impression of generic Daily Mail reader. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, they, you know, well, they get angry about I left you hanging things, during that last link. Uh, well, we were to talk about Steve Hall's sartorial yeah. tips. Well, In fact, during yeah. during that break, I should just say, I heard Steve saying to Alan, "Well, I've got a fitting next week." Nice. Sounds like <laughs> Kate, Kate Middleton. Yeah, well, it's um, when I was working on the last series of Russell Howard's Good News, my, the way I would unwind on a Friday night would be I'd get drunk with my wife. Uh, and I would order suits on eBay. <laughs> so I bought, over the course of the series, expensive. I, I bought about ten suits and had to send nine of them back because <laughs> they didn't fit. Did you order whole uh, suits on eBay? Yeah, I bought whole suits. So, so what I'm wearing now, this little jacket, Paul Smith, uh, was that, it, is, a, how that many, is an eBay purchase. How many pints was that? Uh, this was uh, this was a bottle and a half of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's lovely. It's a nice, this is the only, it's worth it. Your for, drunken purchases are better yeah. than mine, which is Thong Song, as we all know. He's <laughs> <laughs> only got one out of ten right, though. That's not yeah, great. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the great rate isn't good. Is but, um, and so Russell Howard's gift to me, very generously at the end of the series, was a Tom Sweeney bespoke suit. Oh, that's uh, nice, isn't nice. it? Uh, and I've never, I've always, I'd never had a suit fitted ever. And the bespoke experience, you feel so special. It's nice. It's like when uh, we've talked before about when we went for a, a Turkish shave. <laughs> we went for that hot towel <laughs> shave. Yeah. It's lovely. And it's, you feel like a proper <laughs> gentleman. You feel like you could be on the pages of GQ. you got a suit. What's Frank ever no, given went... me? Oh, other yeah, than career fulfilment <laughs> <laughs> happiness is what they're, me. they're so they're so attentive and while i was having my suit i've had the first measuring and I'm, i, I mm-hmm. mean on monday again to see what they've done uh, and when i was in there jack whitehall's dad was in there oh no nice. oh, i got quite he? excited i bet he's a tricky one to fit 
I, ju- I just mean I bet he knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, rather than he's you know an unusual like body that. shape. That always um, that means but bespoke. Yeah, it, it that means what, I don't know what Mike in Edinburgh's uh, budget is, but if you can go bespoke, go Great. bespoke. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. I believe we're still in uh, email corner. We, we are. are. We so are. In that case, um, allow me to bring you another missive. Um, hi, Frank, <laughs> Alan and Emily. Being a biker... Oh, lovely. Excellent. You were pretty Being mean a biker. About, I love that. I love that book. Bikers It's a recently. section of email corner, Biker Grove. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Very good. Very good. Can I just say, on record, how mm. much of a fan I am of the Hairy Bikers? I watch their programme. They're great, aren't they? They're brilliant. They're really they're great. great. I like anyway. being a biker, though, Al. I think it's a good... It's a bit like I, Claudius. I'd read that. This is partly because we uh, ended up talking about... Um, me having a little daydream that I, 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 I like the idea of having a motorbike. Being a biker, I'm not used. To, I'm used to not knowing how much fuel is left. Uh, until recently, bikes didn't even have a fuel gauge. Oh. Information. So I don't. <laughs> so I don't tend to be too scared by the fuel warning light being on. This is in relation to your girls' empty conversation yes, last week. Because I said I like to ride it right, da- right down to the wire, Steve Hall. Terrifying. I drive uh, on zero. Steve continues, when I use a courtesy slash hire car, which almost always comes with barely enough fuel to drown an ant, I always have a full can of petrol to pop in the boot so I can avoid having to put any fuel in. This has led me to be quite brave and drive courtesy cars far beyond the point I would dare if I didn't have spare fuel with me. So far, my record is 105 miles <laughs> with the warning light blinking furiously and the needle showing completely empty. I don't do this to save money on fuel as such. It's more to see their face when I return it with even less fuel than they provided it with. That is all, Steve, Prisoner 640. <laughs> Steve. Um, I'm impressed. I'm really impressed. Well, firstly, can I say I'm impressed by barely enough fuel to drown an out. That's very <clears> get-your-motor running. Yes. Isn't it? And... Uh, slightly terrifying about <laughs> what he would do. Uh, given I, I admire his commitment, though. His, I, his devotion. I have a slightly pernickety point to make. Go on. I thought you weren't allowed to drive with petrol in your boot. I thought that was like a thing. Isn't You're it a fire absolute, hazard? Well, I don't know about that. I don't care about fire hazards. What I do care about is there's no jeopardy involved. And I'm sorry, but I don't think it counts. <laughs> I think that's like asking a woman out when you've got a girlfriend at home that you're about to break up with. Yeah. It's there's you've got you're you're not actually putting your neck on the line there, are you? No, no nothing bad is going to come of that. A woman to a can of petrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, not if for I the did first that. time, Steve Hall. <laughs> if I did that, my career would go up in flames. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely. Frank would be so proud of your work today. <laughs> point at a can of petrol and say, "Fill her up." <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Steve, who did just text in, uh, mm. emailed in about um, driving on empty with the uh, petrol in the boot. Oh, yeah. Has, uh, has reminded me that after we talked last week mm. for so much time about driving with the fuel light on, yeah. I then did a gig and tried to drive home the whole way with the fuel light on. <gasps> and I reckon I did 50 miles after the car said 30. 
Oh, sorry. But it's I'm bothered by it that. It started news. to flash at me, and I got too scared, and I had to find the services. I pressed, you know, the uh, thing on the sat nav where it. Oh, it tells wow, you've it. let me down. I bottled it. I just <laughs> couldn't do it. You see, that's why I won't get intimate with you because for that. That's not why. <laughs> for, that, for that reason, I'm out. That's not why. I, uh, <laughs> I, start, I started having morbid fantasies that I was going to be stuck on the motorway in the middle of the night, thinking, "What? Well, what do you gain by that, you idiot? Just for." playing dare with your own petrol <laughs> is ridiculous I, I did get a lot of um, night moves this week on Twitter <laughs> and it was all gauge related really? I, I must have had 50 petrol tanks tweeted at me <laughs> all on the red line I yeah. rather enjoyed it I must say many like to flirt with danger <laughs> how mm. dare you call me danger <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner show listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on absolute radio This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning. Frank can't be with us. Um, I'm not going to elaborate on why. There's nothing sinister, actually. <laughs> He's just spending more time with his family. Uh, you can text the show on 812.15. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio. And Frank will be back next week, so... Don't worry, Frank. The show's in very capable hands. <laughs> the retweets of our selfie are carrying on a pace. Oh, we can no. be very proud of this. I'm only, oh, this I'm is s- so embarrassing. Frank, I'd like to apologise to you. You might need to... This, we decided, because Joan Collins had done an Ellen selfie, we did ours, and you weren't even here. The celebrity wasn't even here. Yeah. We had a picture of him. <laughs> How, I don't know if I want to know. Joan Collins... Ellen had 3.2 million retweets. Uh, Joan Collins had 341. How many have we had? Uh, well, we're up to about 175. Oh. I checked a few minutes ago. But what I also checked, uh, and I, I fear sabotage may be taking place, I checked Joan Collins's, and hers are up to 452. <laughs> oh, no. She's and, raised the bar. Yeah, and she's had 400 favourites as well oh, so ha- she, she's thrashing I've us heard, in the favourites I've heard I've heard there's more than that but that's another story yeah, yeah. Um, 400 <laughs> favourites several of those are just Anthony Newley <laughs> actually we're up to 183 I've just checked oh. yeah but there are 33 yeah. favourites can I just say people favouriting stop it <laughs> stop it just we, retweet we may, us it's, it's actually realising it's that, that Joan Collins achievement is actually a bit more impressive <laughs> this has yeah. been a lesson in us being humble before the Twitter gods no can I just humbled. say that was over the period of perhaps a week we've only had two hours but Anyone? But they have uh, been the longest. Anyone tuning in now? Please retweet us. No, don't. We're not going to beg for retweets. Alan's already ticked me off for that. Have I? Can I get a retweet? (laughs) (laughs) We won't beg, Al, will we? We're better than that. Are we? (laughs) I'm I'm starting to think not so much now. I'm personally not. But I thought maybe you two were. I thought by now we'd have thousands, but um, this is what happens, isn't it? Well, there's only 400 people listening to the show. What are we expecting? Tell them that. They'll all feel more special than they ought. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's a news story uh, I saw this week, and I I saw it and I thought of you. (laughs) How dare you? That's too far. Um, I, I saw the story and I immediately thought of you. Uh, it oh. was a survey into women's handbags. Lovely. Uh, and it said that uh, the average contents of a woman's handbag, yes. the contents add up in value to 284 quid. Mm-hmm. And oh. I thought that would be a fraction. Your diary alone would be worth thousands. Did you get your, pa- did you get your purse thousands. stolen? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say, um, no, that's quite a lot of money, mm. isn't it? It's 284 pounds. Yeah, isn't, isn't 280 of that in money, though? When <laughs> yeah. the bag is four quid, <laughs> yeah, yeah that uh, seems that seems quite a lot. I don't know where they did this survey, Buckingham Palace, maybe. Well, I, well, I was interested because there was a number of interesting findings. They said three percent of women admit to owning more than a hundred bags, um, and as well as the usual essentials, hundred, a hundred bags, lightweights. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, as well as the usual essentials, uh, uh, weird things that were listed in being in women's bags were a lock of dead cat's hair, oh. uh, climbing crampons, and a piece of coal. I'm so glad, you, I'm so glad I like you said crampons. Idea, <laughs> I like the idea that was all in the same Exa- bag. Exactly. It implies it's some sort of mountaineering witch. <laughs> it's yeah. the weirdest escort work ever, is what it is. Um, well, in the interest... It's funny, I, I did um, look in my bag... Mm-hmm. And I've looked this morning, and I can tell you what I found. Tell us. I can exclusively reveal. What's in I've the made bag? a list of Is what's this in the bag. a new radio feature. <laughs> yeah. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Maybe in a little more than voice like that. Um, in the <laughs> bag. Barlow, in the bag. <laughs> in the bag this morning, Alan. We've got. This is all genuine items. Mm-hmm. Genuine <laughs> in my bag. Three lone almonds. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> two. This is all true, I'll show you. Two waxing strips. This is a weird version of the 12 Days of Christmas so far. (laughs) (laughs) There's no partridge in that there tree. Um, Facial waxing strips. Facial. Facial. Yeah. Okay. Um, One pair of ballet pumps. One pair of ballet pumps. (laughs) Yep. Two false eyelashes. Wow. One $10 bill. This is turning into the most wow. middle-class version of the Generation game of all time. <laughs> One ten-dollar bill. He didn't tip very well. Um, <laughs> this is genuinely true. A business card from the head concierge at the Oberoi Mumbai. His name was Edwin Saldana. You're giving out his name. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Edwin. Not his number. Yeah. And a business Please card. Say. More unusually, a business card from Nigel Farage. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I met him when I was on this morning. Um, what 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 would, would that tell you about me? The contents of that bag. That you're quite a globetrotter. Yeah. <laughs> that men give you their yeah. business cards. Yeah, you're, you're a globetrotter, but you're suspicious of Romanians and Bulgarians with the Nigel Farage <laughs> business cards. <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask for that card. To be fair, it was it was, it thrust, was foisted upon. It you, was thrust it? upon me. It, yeah. Really. Um, but yeah, I don't. I've, I'm very strict about men looking in my bag. I won't have them rummaging in there. Well, that is one of the things in the article that quite a lot of men don't like the idea of looking in their partner's bag i'm the same i wouldn't i don't i don't want to look in my wife's bag she hasn't got a designer bag though she's got one of those satchels you know the bright yellow oh yes i like a satchel yeah Yeah. there's no designer bags in our house i've got more designer luggage than my wife (laughs) does yes i expect you have i bought a mulberry suitcase when i was drunk on ebay once (laughs) (laughs) well it feels like the thing you should only do it if you're you know if your wife says can you get something out of my bag yeah can you pass me the lozenges or something like oh the old yeah Mm -hmm. the old i asked with me i you know what i can see you as being a bit of a rummager steve (laughs) can we do mine i've got a spiky ball and some baby oil (laughs) (laughs) Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We should say you can text us this morning on eight twelve fifteen, or you can tweet us on at Frank on the Radio. You can retweet our picture. <laughs> Not something desperate. <laughs> um, I know. Um, what else was I going to say? I can't remember. Days. What else was I going to say? Oh, I know. You yeah. asked me about my spiky ball. No, it was something else. But talk about your spiky ball, and then I'll remember what I was going to say. Genuinely, in my bag, I carry a, a, a spiky ball that I use for self-myofascial release, which um, <laughs> my, my wife oh, hates it when I give it its full name. Uh, uh, really... Something has just come up saying too loud on the screen. Oh, yeah. When I say self my own, I would say too filthy. The sound of the universe shrieking. It's uh, it's basically like a massage ball, but um, you know I have a tight glute. Yeah, you heard. 
And so I, uh, I, sit, I sit on this little ball, but also in my bag I do have baby oil, and so I just worry that if somebody was to go through my bag and go, oh my God, he's got a spiky... What do you do when you go through customs? Well, I don't... Um, you I, don't take your spiky ball and your baby oil with you. To be you. honest, I haven't been through customs since I've had the Can I be honest, Darren? Release habit. You've, you've got the spiky ball. Yeah. You've got the baby oil. You also have one of those carry-on wheelie suitcases, do, yeah. which do look a bit like you work nights, should we put it that way? <laughs> yes. It's um, a bit. It's all a bit spearmint rhino. Do you know what I've been thinking? The wheelie I suitcase. To, uh, I might start. I I too, like yourself, carry around nuts. So I find sometimes I just find like three cashews in the bottom of a bag, and that's Do been you? annoying me. But you know what? I might start putting in there. What? I fancy a Swiss Army knife, mm. just for those times. I'd love. Think, I'd love me one of those. <laughs> you know when you think, oh, I wouldn't mind a plum. I could slice a plum and eat it off the knife like Huckleberry Finn or something. Like, like, Is that your version of I could crush a grip? I could <laughs> slice a plum. Alan Francis new... really doesn't get enough quoting on <laughs> commercial radio. Alan's day and age. new take on I could crush Ooh, a I grip. Could jump off a doll's house. <laughs> I know them all. Um, what, what's in your fan. bag, Steve Hall? Um, I've got. It's fairly we should undramatic. say, sorry, Steve, you should text us in on eight twelve fifteen because I want to know the strangest thing. Um, I know it's quite late in the day for this, but you know deal with it i did for and a while have in- squeezy hand grippers when i was trying to get my hands stronger <laughs> <laughs> i was carrying around a little squashy egg squeezy hand grippers yeah you know to make your grip strength better for the uh for the no grappling. i don't know that grappling. <laughs> i don't know that all right fair enough squeezy my, hand my, uh, my wife is a psychologist and uh, she once alarmed <laughs> Tim a, wife. she once alarmed a patient because she was reaching into her handbag to get uh, a glasses wipe mm-hmm. and accidentally pulled out a whole carrot <laughs> Which, given that I don't know how disturbed her patient was, but they, if they thought they were seeing things. No, what about when I delved into my bag? Mm-hmm. That's just it. No, what about when I delved into my bag and I was in the newsagent? I told you that story, and I'd been having a Saint-Tropez tan, and the little pants that they make you wear, the paper pants, and it had all the Saint-Tropez tan on it. It was all brown. Oh, and it was, they were hanging off my purse. And, <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. I know, and the news agent thought that. He went, oh, God. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were uh, running a little text in of what's in your bag. Uh, this is probably one what's of my What's in your... You've got to do an Northern accent. That's how I like it. What's in your bag? I did do an Northern accent. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I have. You could, you could do it as in, like, oh, God, what's in your bag? <laughs> I like... Sorry um, that I've just had a go at Alan. For not, for being, not being Northern, northern enough. enough. <laughs> it's You've the got... first time for everything, isn't there? <laughs> anyway, 076 has texted with what's in his bag. <laughs> He by gum 076. He says, latex gloves. Odd excuse, fixing bike punctures. Now it makes you, sense. You should have said fixing to bike punctures. Fixing to bike punctures. Um, mm. as, a, as a fellow cyclist, I occasionally cycle with um, a packet of wet wipes in my bag. Do a, you? Yeah, for the odd little... Uh, as, you know. as a single lady, I do the same. Yeah, all the single ladies, all the cyclists. <laughs> That's how the song goes, isn't it? I love that remix. Yeah. Steve Hall in the house. Hello. 
Hello. It's a, it's a pleasure to be back. <laughs> or as, uh, as a couple of the texters have called you, the intruder. Yeah. Oh, is that what the, they've called the him? The stand-in. The stand-in yeah. and the intruder. I often get called the intruder hey. in other contexts. Hey, yeah, how are we doing on that Twitter account? Oh, God, I mean, you two. No, I know, I've got you quite obsessed. Like I'm a very competitive of person. teens with this popularity contest. Well, I've been informed by one of my uh, regulars, don't forget to add the retweets of this retweet from Frank on the radio, which will be counted separately. Oh, Alan pointed God. out that was a bit, what did you say, Al? I said it's like winning on points, isn't it? It's, it's depressing, if anything. It's like yeah. winning on goal difference or something. Well, that means in total so far we have... Beating you, Joe you, We've got boffins. It's, we've got boffins in lab coats working <laughs> behind the scenes as we speak. And yeah. they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll have those... I mean, it may feel like a victory on away goals, but, yeah. you know, you need to be winning these. Win. If you can grind out a win against <laughs> Joan Collins, mm-hmm. it all counts for the title at the end this of the day. This is true. True that. Mm. It's tricky. Oh, John. We're going for the kind of George Graham approach to the victory, aren't <laughs> yeah. we? Mm-hmm. We're ugly. Week, week in, week out. Yeah. One nil. Um, yeah, show but me you a can good s- loser, and I'll show you a loser, as I, uh, as I believe Vince Lombardi once said. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So, Steve Hall, you've had quite an interesting week, I understand. Yes. Well, I, it's, uh, since I've last been on, I, I, uh, I get to the occasional writing gig. Oh, lovely. Writing, writing jokes for people more photogenic and better at performing than I am. <laughs> tush, tush, come on. And, uh, oh, Steve, don't so put yourself bashful. down, we'll do that. <laughs> uh, so I did a couple of days on a sports quiz show. Lovely. Uh, can, I, can I identify the show? It's a very... I, uh, uh, I, I did a few days writing on a league of their own. Did you? It's a fantastic oh. show. It's a real genuine treat to be on. Yes. Really, really good They fun. get some big guests on that, Yeah, it was, it was it very is. exciting. And um, on my first day on the show, one of the guests was one of the genuine heroes, uh, Kevin Keegan. No oh. way. Uh, and, Keegan. Uh, and I, I, I would to, love I, it if I met him. Oh, I would yeah. love that. And I he's brilliant. He's got a, he has got a, a, a genuinely <laughs> lovely sense of humour about all that stuff. So, oh, he would, good. so they were, we were sort of nervously wondering what he... I don't want to ruin... I won't spoil no, anything no in the show. But he was just for anything uh, and it, but I got to sit with him oh. for half an hour and he was just we, we were just chatting I'm a Southampton fan he was telling me about his days at Southampton oh, it's just, oh and, Steve and I, I was wondering cause I, it, it was you, did you go a bit competition winner yeah, I was completely... <laughs> did you? I, I felt like a Make-A-Wish kid. It was, oh, it did was, you? Uh, the, did it you take in, a picture of you and him? No, I managed not to, because I thought, I prefer the memory, I don't need the photo. Do you know what I like? You've got really excited when you're talking yeah, about yeah. this, like a kid telling the parents they've met uh, someone. Well, it's, it was weird, because one of the other guests, uh, they had some cricketers on, and the oh, cricketers didn't... Oh, and that's, that's, the, that's the interesting... It's like point, the floor in the rug, what, isn't it? It's the, and I was chatting to a few people about this. What is it about meeting <laughs> footballers in particular? That, yeah. that, that means so much more. So even hanging out... Jamie, means, a, means a great deal to me, I tell you. Jamie, Jamie Redknapp, lovely, brilliant, delightful human being, and it was nice. and, and uh, it was Gla- quite glass legs, but delightful human being. <laughs> yeah, that's what he, he used to say. He about was him, showing me yeah, some of his scars. He's, he's had a lot of operations, but it's. Uh, but I was intrigued. I wanted. I'd like to know who the two of you, who of you have met, who has properly blown your mind, who have you lost, lost it over when you've met. Oh, where do question. we begin? I mean, I've had, I've had a few. <laughs> Um, I did leave a meeting... Once that you can broadcast. Yes. Well, yeah, once I can broadcast. So I did leave a meeting recently, which was great, and I said, I'm so sorry, I, I'm going to have to leave you as uh, I have a 1pm with Gary Lineker. Excuse me. Brilliant. And then I left. Fantastic. And I had my Starbucks with Gary. That oh, is good. Lovely. Yeah, that's great. I try not to meet my heroes. I just think it's a mistake. <laughs> I'm not even joking, I don't... But is, but is there anyone you've There's met? There's a couple of times I could have met the uh, the 
band Elbow, and I've, <gasps> I've elected not to. <laughs> well, why are they playing in Absolute Radio? Not yeah, so and long I was ago. there. I saw them with uh, about fifty people here, and I, I didn't. I don't. You know, why did, didn't I you not go up to them? I don't want. I don't but want you're that. northern. Just... They're northern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's have a party. Could all knit together. You know? But I'm a big fan of theirs, and I don't want them to think of me as like, oh, he's that guy that's a massive fan of. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit cloying. The seldom seen fan. Yeah, exactly. I just. Uh, you know. Yeah, but what they don't know about your tight glutes. Um, well, I could tell them all about that. Uh, Ow. Uh, what about when I was in Jim Carrey's dressing room? No way. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Where are we up to on those, those tweets? Just um. Oh, God. I know, I know. Needy. Oh. What was that? 393. 393! Does that mean we've done it? On a technicality. <laughs> we won. Yes, <laughs> come on! Well, that's good, isn't it? And now can we move on? Yes. <laughs> like, like, like grown-ups might. Oh, I don't believe I ever told you this, but I can never move on. Oh, OK. <laughs> just ask my exes. Still angry. Uh, Steve Hall. We were, we were discussing meeting heroes, sporting heroes, yes. m- musical heroes, Alan meeting Elba, me, me, meeting I once, Keegan. I once shared a urinal with Havel Xavier, the uh, Liverpool player at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. I was presented with a pennant when I was eight by Steve Terry, the uh, Watford centre-back. I thought you were going to say Jermaine Pennant. Yes, um, I used to date. Oh no, I better not go there. <laughs> the, the other, the only other person I've lost, I've lost Premier, my mind. Premier, Premiership team, though. Just saying. <laughs> London I'm, based. I'm... <laughs> Are we going to carry on with this? Do you want to... No. Is it someone from Crystal Palace? Is it, no, it Joel, is it Joel Golden... Ward? Higher, higher. <laughs> <laughs> We should move on, Steve. Yes, we definitely should. Van Wilson. Oh, that's my lawyers, just um, <laughs> online one there. Very Brian Marwell. Very tempted to go, here it is. <laughs> Story of my life, Al. Indeed. Yes. Uh, the, the most excited I've ever been to meet a celebrity was on the 19th of June, 1995, mm. outside the London All Astoria. Right, really, man. <laughs> I had been to a recording of The Beat, hosted by Gary Crowley. There have been some excellent bands, Spearhead, Corner Shop, Gene. Uh-huh. I think Tricky had been on. Uh, it was it was it was a marvellous night. And outside the Astoria, I saw Graham Coxon, uh, oh, yeah. and I was oh, so it's... excited to meet him. Mm-hmm. But I also just lost any degree of rationality. Oh so no! I what did, deli- you sh- did you embarrass yourself? I, I deliberately bumped into him. I deliberately oh, clipped no. shoulders with oh, him, no. and he oh, said no. sorry, and I said sorry. And that was it. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You've it come was out pathetic. Of that. Oh, okay. I didn't wash my shoulder for the next month. At least you didn't do that thing of going up and saying, "What time is it?" Oh. <laughs> you know, people what do that to famous people now. Oh, excuse me, have you got the time, mate? Just oh, yeah. they want to speak yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah. Well, someone did that when I was out with Frank recently, oh. and someone came up to us Losers. and went, "Excuse me, mate. Do you know where the? Uh, I'm just doing a generic accent. I don't know where it's from. Um, do you know where the sports bar is? Oh." Yeah. oh. <laughs> It was terrible. Google. Frank was so nice about it. <laughs> I, I was I was less nice. Never mind that. What about me and Jim Carrey in the dressing room? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. It's been so exciting here, Al, hasn't it? Because we've been rounding up, counting up. The last tweets have been coming in. Yeah, it's like the end of a general election, isn't it? It's like <laughs> the, the pollsters. We've been going through the pollsters. Oh, God. And you're David Grumbleby. Do you think this is what um, Barack been... Obama felt like? That's, yeah. It's got a similar vibe here, definitely. Yeah. Um, Are wh- you watching Joan Collins? You took a hell of a beating. <laughs> <laughs> 
been thrilling. What's our um, thrilling? What's the count, please? Well, we're at four hundred and five at the moment. Oh, four oh five. For any fact fans, that's on <laughs> aggregate rather than just um, like one solid number. Yeah. Um, we, we go on to face Gloria Honeyford in the semi-final. I'd, yeah. like, I'd like to just uh, tidy up some other business that we've dealt with. Uh, we've had an email in um, from Steve Petrolhead. Uh, oh, sorry if lovely. this has already been said on air. You must not run a diesel car until it runs out of fuel, as yes. they cannot easily be restarted. I very nearly did that last week. Is that right? And you may well need to call out a mechanic to bleed air out of the fuel system. Some diesel cars have a complicated series of actions to take in the manual. Petrol cars, on the other hand, are usually fine. Just put more fuel in and then it should restart. But even then, you may flush any sediment in the tank into the filter, so it could then need to be cleaned out. Not a good thing to do. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. It's, I, uh, it's good. With, a, that, with a surname like Petrolhead, it, which feels, it's like he's almost born to know about that kind of thing. It's nice do you think he happens, just, isn't it? I like the idea that that's what Petrolhead does. He just comes out with those facts maybe every 45 minutes. <laughs> but I Brilliant. think that's good. We're doing a little that civic a duty. a community service being Some done people there. might be tempted to have a roll of the dice because we've encouraged them to throughout the show and indeed last week's show. <laughs> yeah. But now we're going to stop them being broken down by the side of the road forever. Well, that's a public service that we've yeah. done and we don't we, do many of them. We deserve those retweets. <laughs> <laughs> we earn every single one of those. How many was it again? 405. 405. We earn all of those. Mm-hmm. I won't have you doing them down. <laughs> hey, okay. you earned them, Al. You might not like Twitter, but you earned them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Well, I think that's about all we've got time for this morning. I've really enjoyed it. I don't know about you, boys. Um, it's been a blast. It's been thank lovely. you so much for listening. Frank will obviously be back next week. Be seeing you. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.